Enough spuds. This is Zap Brannigan, eh? master of time, space, and everything else in between. And, uh, oh, yeah, winner of this year's Modesty Award. Yeah. You're listening to You Suck. What's the difference with Al and Tom? You're one stop for this sort of thing. Yeah. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to You Sucks What's the Difference podcast with me, Alex Whiteley. And me, Tom Bruno. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, today, we're bringing someone that was brought in by... A, 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 I guess I can call her our unofficial booking agent or manager, should I say. If I call her an agent rather than manager, she'll fucking throttle me, but my wife. Uh, she was perusing, <laughs> perusing Instagram, looking for people with interesting Instagram um, accounts, and she... F- and she came across Rich Cook, uh, who we got with us today, who, who's a British guy, TV produ- Emmy award-winning uh, TV producer, working in America. And I thought, wow, we do a show that's based around building bridges over the Atlantic. What better way to do that than bringing on Rich? Rich, thank you so much for joining the show. Hello, hello, hello. I mean, I, I like the fact that you've already elevated to me Emmy award-winning. Unfortunately, I was nominated. I I know, I lost out. We lost out um, to a film about how Nazis use music to kill people. Oh, yeah, that's... If if you're going to lose out to anything, you know... (laughs) Was it Springtime for Hitler? Was that the the music that they (laughs) wanted? Probably. Uh, Yeah, gutting. I didn't get the Emmy, unfortunately, but I got nominated, definitely. Um, regardless, it, it's very interesting because it, it's the exact same thing that we talk about every single week, which is, you know, um, me and Alex met uh, over the Internet and we kind of have like this, this um, even though we speak the same language, we uh, we have this gap in between us. And that's what we do every single week is we try to bring each other a little bit closer. And you being a man that is from across the pond that came over here to now live here, it, it's a very interesting thing. So you probably have a different perspective than most um, that would be, you know, already that already lives here or born here, or Alex, who was born and raised in the UK. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you're asking where I lived, and I was trying to, I was explaining before Alex was like, no, no, you shut the fuck up over there, and you explained it on air, which is a very good thing to do. Um, so I live in Vermont, which is actually right above you, Rich. Have you ever been to my state? I have not. I don't think so. Bernie Sanders is from, Bernie Sanders is from Vermont and Ben and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> yes! This is what I know about Very Vermont. Very good. Very good. Those are the only two there things you, you need to know about Absolutely. Vermont. It's ice cream and Bernie Sanders. The, the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, we're pretty nice. I don't blame you for not coming up. It's very cold up here. Um <laughs> I'm actually, I was born and raised um, in your neck of the woods. I was born in uh, in Poughkeepsie, New York, uh, like an hour outside the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a little shithole that nobody wants to visit. I have been to Poughkeepsie, though. Oh, I, I'm I, so I, sorry. I, I, yeah, I have been there. I walked over that bridge. There's a long bridge there. It's pretty oh, you did? There. See, that's like one of the only memories I actually have of Poughkeepsie is that long-ass bridge. And I was, you know, as a kid, I'm like, wow, look at the bridge. And now I look back at it. My mom's like, yeah, the reason we moved is like the drug of choice is speed. And like, you know, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I, I found out all these things afterwards. I have all these great, great memories. And my mom's like, yeah, no, it was a shithole. I'm like, oh, all right, that makes a lot of sense. So you, um, so you took you away to avoid the speed. Basically, yeah, pretty much, which I which totally worked. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, So what brought you to America, sir? I came by accident. Um, 
I came for one for one meeting only and then never left. And it was a weird one. I was working for a company, you know, Vice. I don't know if you you know Vice. Yeah, Vice absolutely. Medium. So I was I was working for them and a year prior I'd made a, a little tasty tape about a fashion designer called Nicola Formichetti. Um he's the guy that does Lady Gaga's dresses. So he did the meat dress and he did the Kermit dress. Um, and I did a little two-tape mini-documentary. I'd totally forgotten about it. And um, at the time, there was a network called Spike. I don't know if you remember Spike, mm, the network. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it's changed its name now to Paramount TV. But um, one day, I was kind of sat at home, and my boss emailed me and said, uh, hey, Spike's seen that tape that you did two years ago, and they want uh, a year ago. They want to have a meeting with you. Can you get to New York tomorrow? I'll sort the flight out, get a red eye. You can, you can be here in the morning, but the, the meeting tomorrow, it's really important. And I was like, yeah, fine. Um, I think I was a bit hungover. I hadn't, didn't really think about it. Kind <laughs> of the, the flight got sorted for me. I was on it. I landed in New York, and, and I'm in the taxi going to this meeting. And I'm kind of thinking, this is a really weird meeting that Spike, this network who do golf shows and very male, male-dominated shows, want to do a show about a fashion designer. But I thought, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. But then I read the email again, and it wasn't Spike the Network. It was Spike Jones, the director. <laughs> Ooh, oh, shit. And so suddenly my, my brain's going, fuck, I'm about to have a meeting with Spike Jones. And thank God I didn't have long enough to worry about it. Because I think if I'd known, I'd have shit my way, myself all over that, <laughs> that flight. And I would, I'd have been a mess. But then, because I had 10 minutes before I walked in, and then I walked in, and then there was Spike Jones. And I ended up having a meeting with him, and I pitched this idea. He, no, he'd said, "I like your tape. I like Nicola from Getty. I want to do a longer film about him, about about you know his designing team." And by the end of the meeting, he went, "Right, Richard, I want to do this film with you now. I want to start now." And my boss who sat next to me. Went, "Right, Richard, you're not leaving New York." <laughs> and I never the did. Fuck? Seven wow. years later, I'm still here. <laughs> I had to go back and get a visa and, and my suitcase, but yeah, honestly, it was never in my life plan. Wow, what um, an amazing! Like Spike Jones is is a complete legend in the industry. Yeah. I mean, for I mean, he might not be like a lot of people that you know are from the younger generation may not know who Spike Jones is, but I mean, like the fact is that like a lot of the the documentary film that we know today is is all due to him. Um, so a, a couple things I got to ask though. Um, where does it all start for you, sir? Because I mean, obviously, we know who you are now, Rich. But where does it all begin for you? Where, oh, oh Alex, what are you waving? No, 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 no. This is the best part of the thing because where where Rich starts is where I start as a human being, and that's the big Vagina? breakfast, right? <laughs> <laughs> if if the, if the right the the readout that you you sent to us or the right out right up was was correct, you started on the big breakfast, right? That's where you started your career. I did, yeah, I did, I did. I started on the big breakfast, and that was where I sort of get gained a sense of humor. I guess that's where I kind of because that show the very tongue in cheek fun type thing what's big breakfast because it sounds delicious it was delicious especially when denise van Outen was there um, oh. <laughs> not, not kelly brook were you not a kelly brook fan alex uh, yeah but uh, denise van Outen really caught me i don't know she i don't know denise there's something about denise van Outen, she was a proper woman proper woman look after you you know teach you a few things i kind of like johnny vaughan as well and i think the the dry sort of wink nudge nudge wink wink kind of humor is kind of what really drew me to that and what it was it was a breakfast show as you can tell uh tom and we'd watch mm. it before we go to school 
uh, and it was like they'd had a house. It was filmed in a house, and it was everyone's dream just to go to this house and chill out with these guys, and they'd have the biggest celebrities turn up. So yeah, Rich, tell us a story. It, it was it was like on from seven o'clock to nine o'clock every morning, and it was just chaos. It was like it was like a kids' show on speed. Bringing oh, okay, back speed, but it was just, it was chaotic and naughty and cheeky, and we got away with loads. You know, it it it, it was an archaic, and it was on for years, wasn't it? But it was definitely the coolest mm. show. And I was always desperate to work in TV, desperate to work in music TV, especially. And um, I'd gone to uni and I'd done history. Um, I did a history degree. And when I got to my careers advisor at the end of my degree and said, I want to work in telly, she went, no chance. You've got no chance. There are people with media degrees who can't get into telly. She said, the competition is too hard. So you should, you should probably be a teacher. And that was like the biggest, I wanted to do fuck you. <laughs> woman i'll show you i'll show you so i kind of just was sending letters out left right and center to anybody uh, you know this is back in 1998 and um so before you could email and i just write letters in and i sent one to the big breakfast which was my dream like you know like everybody's dream and they got back and said well you, there's, we do a work experience um scheme that you can do it for two weeks you can come in and you know trail somebody for two weeks and so I did that, and I I went in for an interview. Hey, hey, it is. Picture, yeah. Um, yeah, I went in and uh, had an interview, and I went in in a suit, which I realised people in TVs don't wear suits. And um, <laughs> they gave they gave me the work experience uh, for two weeks, and two years later I was still there, and I'd worked my way up and done all you know all the all the you know jobs that you can do in between. See, Rich, I, I can appreciate that about you because I show up dressed for the job that I want as well. Like a, even jobs that are way below, like I always, tie, you know, tie, nice shirt, every, the whole nines. So that's how I've gotten every single job is because everyone's like, oh, clearly you care enough about yourself to dress like this to try to impress us or whatever it might be. So the fact that you did that for what you felt would be your dream job, you know, that that's something I can relate to as well. It, it's good that, you know, it translates that. So what what I take is it's it's like it's a kid's show. It's a morning show because over here there's like a difference. Like we don't have something like that per se. We have like, you know, kids cartoons that are a little wonky, but that's later on the day. Normally there's like game shows in the morning. Like the price is right. There's the fucking today show or something along those lines. And then there's kids shows like Nick jr. And things along those lines. But that's, you know, so kid they're like, Oh, let's learn how to say sorry today. And things along those lines. So it's, it's always very intriguing to me how you, how over in the UK, you guys kind of like, amalgam um adult humor with kids program because you guys actually treat kids like you know humans not like they're little fragile fucking things that are gonna break at any second so <clears throat> you start off with that and where does that kind of lead to rich so i was there th yeah two years of, of doing that which was you know intensive and if you're going to learn it if you can learn how to do anything you're going to learn it at the big breakfast because you have to you know you're live on air at 7 a.m you're getting up at 4 30 in the morning you're in the office until midnight so Two years was just crazy, a lot of fun, meeting loads of celebrities. You know, I'd never met a celebrity in my life, and then suddenly you've got Tom Hanks on, and you've got all these people that you're kind of knocking around with. And then, and then I left there, and then I helped create a show, a pop show called Pop World, which um, oh, there you go, God, this is brilliant. <laughs> um, that's my show. There you go. Um, so um, it was in its infancy. Well, I I did a pilot. I got asked to help create a pilot for the show that um, didn't even have a name at the time, 
and um, it ended up getting commissioned and it ran for seven years. Um, uh, we just got declared the best music show, UK music show ever. Huh. Uh, of all time, I think it got it, it was a vice. Fuck you, top of the pops. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, oh, you know, you know, pop world. So, uh, yeah. Tom, for you who've not seen it, again, I kind of took what I'd learned from the Big Breakfast and used. I never saw pop world as a music show. We were always a comedy show first, mm. so we just used music. To, to have a laugh with, really. We took we were taking the I mean Simon and Makita, the presenters, used to just take the piss out of the of the acts, really. We used to laugh yeah. at them. And one of the best things I love about TV shows is when they have a little snigger and you hear the, the cast or the crew laughing in the background too. They're like and you hear that the, the, the crew all laughing in the background yeah. not an audience and you kind of like you're in on the joke and that was kind of like oh that's so clever. Yeah, so yeah. clever! I love that. It was a very naughty show. We were we were very cheeky, um, but it kind of it, it found its feet. It kind of be, it kind of broke a mold in a way. And and we had, the presenters were so young, but they were very snarky, very sarcastic humor. Um, and you either got the show or you didn't. And if you didn't, oof, we had we had people crying. Um, we had the we had we had, we had the lead singer of, of Savage Garden walk off because he was crying. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know, uh, was, that, was that show the the show that was responsible for the most awkward interview with Avril Lavigne ever? Where she yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. That, that, yeah, that's that's my fault. Um, <laughs> it, 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 what, somebody somebody found it on on YouTube the other day. My mate found it, and he he made me watch it again. And I kind of had forgotten how fucking awful it was. She did not get the show, Tom. She basically came on, didn't understand the humour. I don't think her people had told her what kind of show she was coming on. And we used to do this thing where the, the host used to pretend that they got the wrong questions for the wrong act. You know, it's like, oh, I've picked up the questions for, you know, Linkin Park and then start asking um, Avril Lavigne the questions. She didn't get it. She didn't find it funny. She shot down every question. There was a frosty atmosphere. So what I kind of gather is I feel like Eric Andre kind of stole a lot from you guys then, because that's essentially what he did much later on Adult Swim. He had like this fake um, uh, talk show where he basically like ask the most awkward questions and treat people kind of like shit and be like, so what was it like when your boyfriend cheated on you? And then he they, they look back and be like, the fuck did you just ask me? So, like, it seems like Eric Andre owes his whole career to you, Rich. Yeah, very similar. I mean, yeah, we used to try and just try and bamboozle people, make confuse the fuck out of them. I remember at one point we had we had questions on on meat wrapped in plastic, and we fired it from a gun off this off behind the camera, and then the, the act I forgot what who it was like called Boy Zones, and we had to catch the meat. And then read the question. There wasn't a reason why we were doing it. It was just like, why not? Fucking make it. The word, I remember one time we had Amy Amy Winehouse came on. Oh shit! And we had a ma- we, we had a massive barrel, and we put the questions at the bottom of the barrel. And every time she went, she said, "Oh look, Amy Winehouse scraping the barrel." Oh <laughs> my god! Just so we could have that joke. And she went with it. She went with it. She loved the show. She was a really big fan of the show. So we had her on a lot of times. But. Um, yeah. Oh, Amy Winehouse scraping the barrel. Terrible, really, when <laughs> I think back. I'm disrespecting the guests. So, okay, in a ratio sense, how many of them would you say actually completely got it and went with it compared to how many were just like, nope, fuck this, I'm out of here? 
I think ninety percent went with it. Ten percent were good. Like, no, can I can it's, I can I take a stab in the dark and say that ten percent were all American? I get it. But I guess we don't have the reference. Like if you're British, you've seen this show, so you kind of know when you kind of just get told. I mean, I remember the Killers coming on, and they just Ooh. did not get it. They complained afterwards. They made a, an official They're a complaint. fucking punk band. They should yeah. get everything. Uh, they're like, they're, we're the outcasts of music, and yet they're like, we don't get this. Sorry, this is too too weird for us, Rich. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> they were bad. They it's, were bad it's my bro. kind of shit, though. Right? I, I keep making... I've just started radio. This is my sixth week doing it. Um, I do a, a once-a-week show called Naughty Talk. Naughty Talk. Where we yeah, <laughs> where we where we talk about thank you. I'm having real fun with it because I kind of yeah. find out that's where where I need to be is doing that, you know. Uh, and um, so we listen to Naughty's music and <laughs> we listen to um, Dandy Warhol's Bohemian Like You. And mm-hmm. I was just like after I was just kind of like just listen to this. no before I was like listen to this fucking idiot's lyrics just listen just listen to them uh, and then afterwards on the on Discord I was kind of like are we allowed to do that. Oh, we had to slam the artist and then play their song. I was like, oh, fuck it, I did it anyway. Howard <laughs> Stern did it for years. I think it's okay. And so did Beavis and Butthead. So, I mean, I think you're legitimately okay. I mean, they, they did the running commentary of how badly something sucked while they did it. So I think it's it's a professor. Before we continue, somebody please remind me what the fuck the Savage Garden song was. Because I'm, I'm like, it's driving me nuts. Because I remember that being really big the same time the Titanic song was really big. But I can't remember the song. What was to the it? moon, to, they had many Tom. And, uh, yeah, to big, lot. Like one really good in. one. They had to the moon and back. I think in America it was a big one. Yeah. Um, uh, it's about uh, sex and something. Uh, sex and um. You think? Are you thinking? Oh, I, I want you. That's the I want you. Oh, I want you. I don't yeah, know. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, that was driving me nuts. Like, literally, I'm trying to have this conversation. I'm like, Savage. I was like, wow, what the fuck was that? You, yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. Right, let's all Moon remember the 90s for remember. a second. Yeah, that was a big one. That was a That's big like one. That's like school disco shit like that'd be all on every every wedding every school disco that's the fucking that's the yeah. slow one that they play and the thing is um, i'm a big fan i was excited about savage garden coming on pop world but then simon actually outed the lead singer on camera and he stormed off so we yeah that's, that's not the he first then, time simon amstel's done that though he's done that to a few people hasn't he really riled I them think, i think it, yeah at the time i mean weirdly darren the the, the lead singer of savage he did in an, an article recently wrote that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me because it made me confront it, which I'm glad there was that resolve because I would have felt awful if he'd have gone away and just felt mm. like, you know, really bad. But, um, so yeah, that did was, you, did, that was... did you cast Simon? Ca- did you create Simon Amstel? I, I mean, Simon Amstel <laughs> was created already, but, um, he was definitely given the opportunity. So yeah, we had, we had very different presenters for the pilot. Um, we had two very different people, um, and then we replaced them. And we found Simon. He was doing Nickelodeon at the time, the kid, you know, the kids show. Um, mm, so I haven't mm, done that much. That. He was young. He was still, he was like, I think he was 18. And then I was casting for the female, and we looked at about 200 women. I was casting them, and they were all just identical. You know, they were all the same. Hi, welcome to Pop World. This is your one stop shop for pop. And it was like, oh, shoot me now. And then Mikita Oliver came in and she was 15 at the time, which uh, is like bonkers to me now to think back. But she came in, she had so much attitude. She had an Iron Maiden t-shirt on. She gave me shit because she couldn't get the the microphone to stick. 
And I just remember, thank fuck, there's somebody who was actually being honest and she wasn't she wasn't being that you know just just a mouthpiece she she had attitude and to this day i think she's one of the best presenters going she's amazing wow yeah so so yeah we found them and put them on and um and and, wow. and they were amazing yeah i think i need to explain to you guys why i'm asking this question about simon amstel the guys in america that are listening to this now simon amstel was a, a guy that was, he, he looks about he, even today he's, he's released a couple of netflix specials even today he looks about 15 right mm. he's very young looking and the, phil lamar is it phil lamar used to do never mind the buzzcocks right mark lamar. Phil, mark lamar sorry mark. Bad. Yeah, mark yeah. lamar and he was very like fucking what boy were you fucking what like he was he had that kind of dry attitude and then they replaced him with simon amstel and there's this guy he looks about 15 people shit to their face and they'd have the the, the guests or the, it's a panel show right never mind the bus is famous and they'd be like what the fuck is this kid just say what the fuck did he like they'd have that attitude back to him and i think it was preston from the ordinary boys actually got up and was like fuck what he did right Stormed, stormed off. off. Yeah. What the, it was. I wish I had the YouTube clip pulled up. So Preston was going out with this girl at One Big Brother, and she they split up, and she wrote a tell-all book, right? Yeah. And all Simon Amstel had to do was sit back in his chair and start reading from the book in, oh, yeah. in his face. He had the balls to do it, and Preston was like, "Fuck this shit," and stormed off the set. <laughs> I mean, I just you. I love all that shit, though. You know, when things go wrong and people fuck off and just you know, like give you the twos. It's it, you know, it made for great TV, and we're still talking about it. Oh, I yeah. love that so much. Amazing. The balls, the balls on that guy is so good. He's, um, he's very good. Yeah. So. What do you think? What do you? I mean, there have been loads of music TV shows that have gone, come and gone, and uh, Channel Four did so so much for music. What do you think contributed to Pop World being nominated as like the best music show ever? What What do you reckon the recipe is? I think it is the fact, like I was saying, that we didn't ever see ourselves as a music show. I think the fact that we put comedy first made it different because actually, music you can listen to music, and actually, watching music is on television is quite a passive thing. You know, unless you're actually in a gig watching it, you can't get that sense from it ever. So I always find like music performances on TV a little bit passive. So what we tried to do with Pop World was just make it a comedy show and be, be funny and be weird and just fuck around with people a bit. And yeah, I just yeah. think that broke a mold in a way. And I think that there weren't there were not many music shows that do that. They take themselves a bit seriously. And music mm. isn't shouldn't be taken that seriously, I don't think that often. But um so yeah, I think that's that's what we did a bit differently. Plus, look, the hosts were fucking amazing, weren't they? You know, that, that's that always makes a difference. You can have a, a great show with terrible hosts, and, and and they'll go. The Big Breakfast, for example, a perfect a perfect example. Johnny and Denise era was amazing. Then you have other era eras of of the Big Breakfast that people have kind of forgotten with you know that with hosts. Of, mm. You um, know, each their own, but yeah, a host can make a show. Absolutely, he uh, struck gold there with as a as a start off job doing big breakfast. I mean, can you imagine like uh, having a really small show? Say like I went from doing naughty talk to being thrown onto radio one. Never going to happen, but say it does, I'd find that hard to deal with because I'd be like, oh my fucking god, there's fucking Chris Martin there. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean, like, I'd find it hard. You kind of 
got indoctr like indoctrinated is a weird, weird, weird <laughs> word to little, use. A but cult like word. You, you right, got yeah. brought. You you were brought up into that though. Do you know what I mean? So I, it was it was fast learning. You know, you you had to learn fast, and it was on you're on your feet. And and like I'm a working class guy, guy from the north of England. Um, having been surrounded by all these media types and and, and all these celebrities, it, it was a bit of a mind fuck and there was a bit of me at the beginning like a kid at charlie in the chocolate factory you're just like what the world whoa, this is amazing then you have to learn how to be cool about it um uh so that took a that took a while and then it mm. then it becomes a job then because then you start actually thinking and anything that becomes a job then you know it's about how can i make the best out of this and then you forget that you know this is that you know you meet you're meeting your idols you're meeting your heroes but um you still got a job to do so yeah no i learned quick but um it, it was bloody fun it's, it's great um we can actually relate to that because if you listen back to our earliest of podcasting when alex first got our first celebrity on um we are completely different than we are now like before it'd be like we still fawn like don't go wrong we still we get an idol on we fawn but we get into a much easier relaxed mode quicker before it'd be the fawning the entire time like oh my god we love you so much and it would just be the entire way and did not make for entertaining listen but nowadays it's like oh my god we love you so much but now let's get to the fucking work and we can actually fall into like a mode of actually interviewing and getting through a whole show without, you know, sound like a couple of fucking schoolgirls. Um, actually, Rich, since we have you here and you have the unique perspective of being a man from the UK that lives in America, um, I got to run uh, a couple things by you because it's, it's, they're a little, little testy because they're, I'm going to ask you what are better in different places. And I want you to kind of tell me your perspective. And this is not saying anything shitty. So if anyone listens to this and they don't agree, fuck you. doesn't matter. This is rich. Oh, I'll talk, I'll talk shitty. Yeah. 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 I, okay. I'm going down. Okay. Between the UK and the U S who has the better food. U S. Oh yeah, um, I do. Yeah, you do. You have amazing food over here. Okay. Now what, what has been your favorite food so far? Like if, if you guys say like, I've had this and this is where it's fucking at. I tell you what, I went to the, I went, was I, I was in Memphis and I, I had barbecue for the first time. Mm. But we think, so Al, you'll back me up here. We think barbecue is that thing that you do in the back garden, don't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's a grill. Barbecue over here is a way of life. It, it yes. really is, isn't it? It yes. is smothering meat with what is that? What is that stuff, Tom? That you put on the meat? It's just like barbecue. Well, it's, <laughs> well, it's a it's a sticky sauce that usually has like um it, like a mesquite. It's uh, molasses, oh. uh, ketchup, oh. vinegar, oh. and the thing is, like different um, areas in different parts of the country do it different ways. Like North Carolina is a vinegar based sauce. Memphis is a is a sticky sauce, and then they all do it differently, and it's all amazing like that's the thing is like it's never bad anywhere okay um who has the better views us or uk i'm gonna go uk for this because the my i i've traveled america it's absolutely beautiful from the grand canyon to everything you can't you, you can't go wrong but like the lake district is beautiful the yorkshire dales like where i'm from is just done in cornwall it's gorgeous it, for such a small place scotland uh, the whole of scotland uh, I nearly cried driving through Shropshire the other day. Genuinely nearly Shropshire? cried. Shropshire? Who, mm. who cries going through Shropshire? I I was I, I went I went for lunch with the <laughs> I went for lunch with the Vice Lord Lieutenant, right? And I was driving through Nescliff and um I was driving along this country road, ba 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 and all of a sudden you get all these hills, bam, everywhere. 
And what the reason I cried wasn't necessarily because of the view, so that's probably a stupid thing to say, but um, <laughs> I spent a lot of time in Nescliffe as a cadet when I was a kid, and I drove up to the army base, the MOD base, and I saw the White Huts, and I hadn't seen them since I was 15, and I was just like, oh my uh, fucking God. Okay. It hit me like really quickly, and I was kind of like, oh, okay, keep driving. It was just, yeah. 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 It was a beautiful moment. It was a beautiful moment, uh, Rich. Okay. <laughs> um, who has the better girls? UK or uh, US? I mean, the US? I th- I'm going to go. I, oh, actually, you know, I'm going to get into so much trouble now. I am never going to be able to walk back into England. I mean, I'm living here, so it's all right. But, yeah, yeah, you're good, man. Come Just on. come to Vermont. I'll, I'll shelter you. I'll be like, don't worry, Rich. I got you. And my wife will be like, what'd you say about girls? I'm like, nothing. That was Rich. I didn't say anything. So that was him. The I UK mean, the, man. The, the Beach Boys sang a song about California girls. And I remember that as a kid. Yes, so I kind of, I remember the album cover as well. You know, it was just that the California girls in their bikinis. So I think in my head, that's, that's what I think about when I think about American girls. Better music. Um, UK, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, you, you, we've got the Beatles for a start. We can stop at that point, can't we, really? Yeah. We win. Yeah. We win. We win. Yeah. We've got the fair Beatles. enough. Fair enough. I'll give Because everybody kind of derived from there. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. shit, rock and roll is a thing now? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and, plus, yeah. and plus, not to mention, you guys also have Black Sabbath, who started real rock and roll. Like, don't wrong, the beach, the uh, the the Beatles, you know, started pop rock, is what I'll call it. And of course, the Rolling Stones had their own taste, and they oh, yeah. changed and became rock and roll. But really, it was um, Black Sabbath who heard the blues from you know the American blues, but turned it into metal. So we owe everything to you guys for music. Yeah, and Led Zeppelin, of course, who took oh, it in a yeah. different direction. Mm. The prog rock, Motorhead. you know, you wouldn't have a Grateful Dead if you did. I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't know, maybe who, who came first, but yeah, I think, I think we win that one. I think you're even admitting that, Tom. Now, aren't you? Oh, 100. percent No, no, no. These are these are me like disagreeing with you at all. I just want all to right. hear your okay. perspective because I will say something, Alex will say something, but you have the unique perspective of seeing them both. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. I would say America wins with uh, hip hop for sure. Yeah, can you name a good British hit? I mean, there is there's a, a few. Tinchy Strider. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, of course. And do, yeah, there's a lot. There is a few, but that, I mean, you guys, you know, hands down when it comes to that. Yeah, for right. sure. Better cars, uh, America. Yeah, I mean, we we really we haven't got that. But the the mini. The Mini doesn't go. <laughs> that was my very first car, the Mini. With Austin Metro. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, last one. Better movies. Ah. Oh, that's got me. I'm, I will go Britain on this because I like a kitchen sink drama. You know, my favorite film is Kess. Um, uh, and our actors, you know, if you if even have actors, the classically trained ones, you know, there's a reason that a Kate Winslet keeps turning up in everything, and even Absolutely. with dodgy accents. But um, yeah, I'll do, I'll give the UK that one. Well, it's because we'll <laughs> give people like you know, we'll give anybody a shot to be a fucking name over here. We're just like, oh, what you can say two lines together? Yeah, yeah, you're it totally. But you guys are like, oh, you went to school for twenty years being actor. Okay, we'll yeah. give you a shot. And yeah. then you, you know, make them prove themselves. So that's probably why you guys pump out much better actors and actresses and better movies. 
Two two yeah. words, Edgar Wright. I mean, fuck off, America. Oh, great. Great <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Well done, Rich. Thank you for that. So, anyone listening, that. and it, if you want to, if you want to throw rocks at Rich, you know he lives in Brooklyn. Don't do it. He looks pretty buff. You'll probably fucking rolled up. So don't do it. But I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, hate crimes. No, no, that was good. Yeah, 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 no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not. I'm, just, I'm not advocating for it. I like you. I'm not. I'm not advocating for any violence. Don't do that. Um, but I mean, we can we can laugh and joke about it and and say, oh yeah, uh, this is the situation you're in. But you know, personally, how easy was it for you just pick up your bags? I mean, you said it all happened so quickly, but how easy was it for you emotionally just to move like that? Um, to be honest with you, it, it, it was all right. I've always been a little bit of a, of a itchy feet person. I lived in Australia for a year. I, I kind of, you know, I, I was from Yorkshire and I actually had a massive Yorkshire chip on my shoulder when I was a kid. I was born and raised there. I went to university in Yorkshire and I just thought I would never leave the, never leave that county. And, um, when I eventually moved to London, I, I struggled with it a lot. And then I, I went traveling around the world. And that's when I kind of got rid of the chip on my shoulder. And once I did that, I just then wanted to explore the world as much as possible. So I kind of look at any opportunity to go and live anywhere. I'm kind of down for I'm down for it. So it was very easy to get up and just leave. I, I, I didn't have anyone to leave behind. So I was on my own and single, which was good. And um, I think then the ad- adapting to it, you know, learning a fucking load, like the way that your healthcare system works over here is just a mindfuck. You know, oh, getting no. getting your social security number at the DMV was just like, what the fuck is this hellhole that I'm in to get this social security <laughs> number? And nothing will work without that social security number. And then the language, the language barrier, you know, yeah. the, just the way that we say words. And I had a friend who, who, who literally two years after we were friends, he said, you know, for the m- majority of our friendship, I haven't understood a word word you've said i just nod in the right places to find yeah. us in a in a nutshell 100 because there was things that alex was saying and i'm like what the fuck are you saying right now that does not mean what you think it means to me and then i would say certain things and alex would be like that, that makes no sense, Tom. What are you trying to say? Are you speaking like <laughs> sentences right now? Are you speaking Martian? What the fuck's going on? And it, it, that's what the whole show is is based on. So that's why like this conversation right now is so essential to us and so important to us because you, once again, you have the very unique perspective of both worlds. You're like, uh, you're, I don't know, like a human I hybrid. I walked into my friend's office the other day and, and he'd kind of done it up. He put some things around and I walked in and I was like, oh, this is looking really homely. And he was like, what the fuck? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, homely. It's really homely. Apparently, our homely does not mean nice uh, in America. Homely means what? busted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the the Whoa. homely chick, the homely girl that is the girl that you don't want to fuck that dressed up and like you know like yeah. you know she's wearing rumpy clothing and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what homely means. But of course, you know it's it's like th- things like that are like uh, the fag is a cigarette and things along those lines. So when I was be like, I'm stepping out for a quick fag. I'm like, I'm sure you are, big boy. Enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the other one that I learned like just yesterday was this word and. Tom, you tell me how you say this word. It's L A M B A S T I N G. What the fuck is that? I don't even know. Is that English? Okay, so we say our lambasting. 
Lambast- you're lambasting yes. somebody. You, yeah, you, you should, how do you say that? Lambast. I, here's the here's the inside dope, Rich. Um, I have been up for what time is it right now? It's uh three thirty three. Um, I have been up for twenty five or twenty six hours right now. So if you wanted to ask me how it's been, like, I can, I can do like two syllable words right now. Like okay. I can say stop, okay, okay. no go. Shut the fuck up. American say it, lambast- lambasting is what I somebody said to me the other day. Lambasting. Lambasting. We like the like long a lambasting. The worst one. Yeah. The worst one is I'll. Aluminium. Aluminium. It's aluminium. aluminium. Fuck it. Shut up. It's, it's aluminium. Aluminium foil. I have it in my fucking drawer right now. I'll, I'll go aluminium. get it. Aluminium. read it. <laughs> why did I do that? I did, still don't know that. Aluminium. I can't aluminium. bring myself to say aluminium. that. Aluminium. Aluminium. Uh, but you make it sound so fancy, though. Like, if yeah. I, if somebody was like, I'm going to go get yes. the... Uh, say it really quick for me, Alex. Aluminium. If somebody said they're going to go get that out of my drawer, I'd be like, ooh, they're going to get some sort of fancy metal that's going to be on like some sort of space-age technology. I say aluminum. They're like, oh, you're going to go get some piece of shit that's going to rust in a couple of seconds. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> well, um, how easy was it for you, I mean, like, to acclimatize to the things around you? I mean, like, when I go places, say that like I go to Canaries, first thing I do is I look for a good English pub. It's the stupidest thing ever, right? Somewhere I can get a Sunday roast, Go watch the foot- football and have a pint. Uh, was important, right? Yeah, absolutely. You need to find. You need. You need to find. Your, it's kind of like we all need our certain things. Or you need to find the good supermarket that sells kind of a, a few of the British home comfort foods, like baked beans. I couldn't find a good baked beans over here. Weirdly, even though Americans bake, invented them. And oh, then put on uh, your toast or something, you fucking weirdo. Because yeah, fucking yeah. Alex had a fit the first time he showed me beans on toast. Patrick I was like, Stewart, That's disgusting. Fuck you, right? Patrick Stewart put a post on Instagram the other day and he's like, I love my beans on toast. And that's Patrick Stewart, so fuck you. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Everyone Don't you like beans on toast, Tom? Oh, I put I'm beans just... with my barbecue. That's why I like beans good on toast. Good call, but have you never been on toast? Because that is delicious with some cheese. We we've had discussions about trying each other's cuisine. Like, see, the thing is, like, over um where Alex lives, there's a uh, what's the uh, barbecue joint you go to now, Alex? What's that place called? Um, uh, Jesus Christ! Um, I know Hickory's. He put me on the spot. Hickory's. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did. So he's got Hickory's, but there's not like a English cuisine place around me. So if I want to try something from your from Alex and yours neck of the woods, I have to like make it myself. And that's been one of the discussions we've been having recently. Our one of our uh, uh, friends on the network, Jamie Westwood, he's actually been trying dishes from America and cooking them himself. And me. I have too many children and I work a night job. So like, I'll be like, I'm totally going to try that. And I just don't do it because toad in the hole. Time. I said, you got to try toad in the hole. Cause it's bad. Oh, and I've already told you, I've tried butt sex before Alex and I did. I enjoy it just fine. So stop trying to tell me about toad in the hole. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, rich, rich, how have you, how <laughs> with all the important questions on this show, but how do you deal with their shit? Their, their gravy, like the gravy over there is just, like we we're not that's not the gravy we we used to eat in you don't get only no you're not you know it's lumpy it looks like custard their um their gravy and it doesn't have any it doesn't run the same no i'll I'll, yeah it's not good you just avoid it they can't make tea cups of tea i just drink tea forever but bloody hell if i go into a place and they give me a liptons i will i'll spit it in somebody's face because it's that bad so are you saying that iced tea is gross? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's absolutely Oh, hateful. It's hateful. Get out of Fuck America, you. bro. Get out of 
<laughs> Fuck you, Tom Bruno. <laughs> I've been saying this for years. I've been saying this for years. It's Fuck so your iced able. tea. Chuck some milk oh, in it and God. a bit of sugar. There you go. I'm That's a cup of tea. You can't yeah. drink iced tea. That's just gross. It's, it's delicious. Like, I love you, Rich. It's <laughs> fucking lemonade. It's My iced tea making Arnold Palmer. We have some professional golfers drinks. It's fucking delicious. Yeah, I love no, no. Oh, my God. No. I love this so much. It has to be hot and it has to have milk in it. Yeah, sure. Yes, I yeah, mean, I, exactly. I, I, I mean, like the first time I had green tea, like at least, at least admitting it to Alex, I've been drinking green tea for years. I'm like, oh yeah, I had some green tea, a little splash of honey, a little bit, a little bit of lemon and shit. He's like, get the fuck out of here with that gross yeah, shit. I'm that's like, fine. That's very posh. Tom is green tea. Green tea and green tea, whatever you want to do, that's fine. That's that's fine. Do that sort of is stuff. It? But is you can't just fine? call tea. You can't just call tea iced tea. Ice tea tea because there's there's the two different things. There's a rapper named after Alex. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. If I ask for it, if I come around your house, right, and ask for a cup of tea, and you bring me it cold oh. ice, I don't I'm care if I'm in your house and I'm your guest. I'm gonna spit it in your face. Yes, <laughs> I'm with you. And I'm... <laughs> Sorry, but <laughs> that's just how it is. It's Sorry. important. Very polite after we're very English. Sorry. Uh, I'm really sorry. sorry. <laughs> I thought the British were much nicer than this. <laughs> they have a queen and shit. No, when it comes to fucking tea. Oh, the, the queen would have you fucking executed. What are you want about? Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we we showed what we think about the monarchy like two hundred years ago or some shit. We don't deal with that nonsense. We're like, yo, we like our government bitches or something. Make like that. sure that bastard never leaves this palace. Um, <laughs> off of his head. I'm like, fuck you, you old cunt. You drive okay. old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's I don't think you're welcome to Britain, Tom. I don't think your, your invitation for a, a knighthood is going to come soon. Then I know, right? I'm like, oh, there's a sword coming down. I'm getting knighted. They're like, yeah, that's what's happening. Good night, bitch. Shit. <laughs> oh, we do the knighthood with a guillotine now, Mister Bruno. <laughs> oh, oh, cool. Let them all have cake or something. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> oh God. Um, <laughs> speak. Uh, so you've done stuff. So moving from um, UK TV to American TV, that's two yeah. different beasts, right? So are the expectations different over there? What's it like going from one to the other? Yeah, it's it's, it's it's very different. And the first thing that you notice is that the options. There's just so many more options. You have far more, far more networks over here. So, whereas in the UK, we've basically got five networks that we can go around. You know, it's BBC, it's ITV, it's Channel 4, Channel 5, and... We lost you for a second there, Rich. Uh, yeah, we lost him for a second. I was going to be like, oh, we should just... Uh, should, what do this I do? This is where we put words in Rich's mouth. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, back? it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of. It, is there... Yeah, you're back. Almost, kinda. almost getting there. A little bit warmer. Uh, right. are, are you in uh, one of those places in New York where the trains yeah. go by your window? We're in New York. That's everywhere. Can you hear me? Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, but, damn. yeah back. now we can. Now you're back. You're back. Yeah, I think. I'm back. There you go. Sorry about that. I don't know what, mm. where, where I got. I was kind of boring on about the amount of networks over here. Um, which is, yeah, you said, so you said, and, but you got and, as far and, as, we've got a delay now, you got about as far as Sky, so you, you, you're listed in our networks in the UK. 
And then over here in America, there's just so many networks. It's just like you've got endless to go and pitch to. And the the hunger for ideas because there in in the UK there are so many there are so many production companies pitching to so few places. Over here there are so many places with fewer people pitching. So you have when you go in and meet a network in America, they are hungry for ideas. They're excited to see you. They they, they want to hear you. They, they're really encouraging. I love America. It really does feel like a place where they want you to succeed and they want you to do well and, and they're behind you. Whereas in England, it's a little bit more, they sit back with their arms folded and go on then, impress me, impress me. Um, Mike Myers here, in Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody will never make a cent in a real. I don't know if that's what he says. <laughs> Brilliant, I love it. So yeah, that that's that. There's a difference there, and and you know, there's there's bigger there's bigger budgets over here, which is definitely definitely something. And then you've got like different uh, something else I had to learn was different uh, tones of networks. You know, you've got. Mm. I remember being told, "Oh, can you pitch this idea, but make it for like the flyover states?" And I didn't yeah. really, I didn't understand what that meant at all. What what the fuck does that mean, either? So I had to ask somebody, what is a flyover state, and how do the people there think, and how would I change this idea to to accommodate them? And well, the nuances in that. Essentially, Rich, what they want you to do is they want you to mention Jesus every other sentence and mention fucking your cousin and how you find her attractive. That's what they mean when they say flyover states because you don't want to stop there. You fly over them, bitches. <laughs> so, yeah. so my yeah. idea of fuck my cousin Jesus was the right idea. Yes, yes. I bet you were so popular. I bet you're rich now, right? Fuck my cousin Jesus coming to a network near you soon. I love it. I'd buy it right now. I bet every you week. So popular. cousin. From the second house, wow. <laughs> but it's all Jesus, though. It's so weird. I don't know how that works, but yeah. you know, Jesus uh, says it must be you. Oh, <laughs> it's so nice! <laughs> Fucking hell, man, that's I mean, brilliant. It's, it's, the first time, yeah, the first time that Alex um explained to me the the licensing of how like you have to get yourself like a TV license that that blew my fucking mind. So I'm like, what do you mean? Like you have to have a TV license and I he started explaining the whole thing. Um, Does that seem like now that you've worked in American TV, does that seem like kind of silly to you or does that still make a lot of sense? It kind of feels antiquated now. It feels that being forced to it, like we're literally forced. If you own a television, you have, you have to own a TV license, mm-hmm. which it doesn't. We should have the option now. I think that we're doing. Um, I think that we're we're pretty much doing that now as we're subscribing, aren't we? We're paying for TV from with our Netflix uh, subscription, with our HBO subscription. So that's kind of like a license in a way. Um, so it's kind of like we're coming, we're coming around to it over here. But I think forcing people to get a license just it does feel a bit antiquated, and I'm sure it might not last that long. I think there's, you know, there's a lot of kind of um, people looking into that at the moment and seeing whether it's viable anymore. But um, you can get a yeah, thousand it's, it's pound weird. fine. Thousand is that what it is a thousand? How much you license now? Al? I haven't, I haven't bought one for a while, obviously. Um. Uh... My wife pays it about hundred hey. pounds. <laughs> How much about, is it, babe? About hundred pound a year, I think. Huh? Wow, it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Thinking yeah. how much are we paying for Netflix? What What's that now? It's about. Is it like a nine nine dollars a month? 
Uh, nine to fourteen, depending on how many TVs that you guys want to, how many yeah. TVs you want to rock at the same know, time. Because I mean, I mean, like I've always been paying for cable, so like that's kind of like our license is we pay for the extra channels and shit. But you guys, it's not even like getting the TV license got you that many channels. Like you were saying earlier, Rich, you only have like five channels, which is my like. If you're gonna be spending that type of money, you should be getting fifty <laughs> fucking channels, and you should have like a hundred choices, and like I don't know what to choose from. You know, like you, that. the license fee is actually you're only paying for BBC because that's what the license fee covers. It's only yeah. for the BBC. You're actually only getting three or four BBC. There's four BBC channels now, but and the radio again. So it's actually yeah, you're paying for the BBC, which is worth paying for because it's fucking amazing. It's the BBC, and I, I've worked for them, and they're amazing. Um, but it, it's a, just it's an old fashioned system forcing people to do it. But um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, bullshit. They, they, that's they, what it is. It's bullshit to Al. Bullshit. Yeah, this, yeah and Alex actually worked for the BBC for a tiny bit. So I mean, that's that's saying something right there, Alex. You daring I, bastard! You. No, I shouldn't say that really because I I have been on this BBC Radio Shropshire isn't the, the the whole of BBC, but I mean I'm sure they no look. Uh, there are about three, possibly four things I watch recently on the BBC. That's about what it. Did you, watch? you know. I used to watch I, Match of the Day, but that's before I started uh, watching um, NFL. I used to watch Top Gear. Um, Sherlock was great. Sherlock was awesome. I love Sherlock. Uh, dude, that's Sh- that. Yeah, I love Sherlock. Dude, that was a great show. Um, I watched BBC last night, but it was on Pornhub. Weird. Um, I don't think it's the same thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> a clever joke, Tom. Take a bow. Yeah. Had, yeah, yeah, yeah. No I know. No sleep either. I'm fucking brilliant. Just give me no sleep and fucking like right next to me, dude. And you, Alex, this is fucking brilliant. Just come on every week, Rich, if you don't mind, and you'll bring you'll bring out you'll elevate the show quite a bit. Oh, Cancel all surprised. of our guests. Cancel all of our guests. We'll just, uh, that's all I'm it is. Just... It's like talking to two mates being drunk. It's like I did the most fun I've had for many weeks. But this is the thing that I loved about because before we did this, me and Rich uh, met up on Zoom. I had a bit of a chat just to get to know each other, sort of thing. And the one of the things that Rich said that made me sort of melt inside was like, "It's so good to be able to just let loose from my accent and feel relaxed." Because he's saying like half the time people don't understand him in the US, and like he can just <laughs> he knows that I'll understand him because he can just let uh, loose, and that was just a nice thing to hear. Really was. Uh, yeah, you've got. I have to kind of watch myself. It's and it's daft things. I mean, I can't bring myself. To do it but saying the word tomato uh, it, a little bit of di- dies inside every time tomato it's like no t- and sidewalk and, and what water how can if i'm in a restaurant and i i order water often they'll be like what what and you're like what, what, how can you not understand it it's like water 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 okay but see here's the thing though is i also deal with that a tiny bit because all my family is from south jersey and um mm-hmm. in North Carolina, so like it's all water. Like we, if I ask for water, and they're water. like, "What the what the water. fuck are you asking for? You want water?" And I'm like, "No water. Yeah. I want some water." They're like it, that makes no sense to me. So I I kind of feel you on the rich, and it, like luckily I've been doing this with Alex for three years now. We've gotten to know each other. We've been through all like the the pre date jitters and all that shit. So now we understand each other far better. So like if I meet a British person out in the wild, I'm like, oh, I get you. I understand you, brother. I I know what you're saying to me. And then you know sometimes I don't understand Americans anymore. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm you saying yeah, that, that I, I've now started to tune into the different American accents, and I can't. I can pretty much spot if somebody's southern. Definitely, I met a, a lady from Louisiana the other day, and she. Oh, I mean, wow! 
She was like, I don't know what y'all thinking about where we're from. But, and I was like, wow, that's an amazing accent. I loved it. It was beautiful. And then the mm. Minnesota accent is totally different. Oh, yeah. It's so interesting how it varies. Just like you drive two hours away from you and the accent's completely different. The customs are completely different. Is that different. the one that sounds like that? Oh, my God. I just did a poopy in my diaper. Is that, is that, <laughs> I don't like that you're mocking me right now, Alex. I don't, I, I wear depends because I have IBS. Use is that the one I was taking a piss off? Because it sounds like a guy that really needs help. I got this pen in this paper and I need a bit of help. I need a help on the one. <laughs> I oh, I don't know what movies you've been watching. Lots of gangster films. I think that's a little bit Jersey, would you say? Uh, that be- yeah, Jersey? It's, it's a little Jersey, Boston I, mixed together. I call it, I think they call it Jersey. What was that accent I was doing a few weeks ago? And I found out. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, Boston. Uh, I you were doing Boston accent a couple weeks ago. No, no, no. It was, it was, it was that action. And it sounded like they did. They need a bit of help. And we used the R word. To, to, to say oh uh, like. no that was boston you were saying retarded it's retarded no we can't say that on the show anymore <laughs> yes you can we can say whatever we want alex if you remember something correctly we stopped and i actually talked about this last night because i was i was saying how we stopped we agreed um rich when we we used to do a different show called thorskin and we had a pretty big listener base for us just sitting there talking shit essentially we would say the most outlandish stuff and we made a rule when we made the new show we'd stop saying words that you know potentially would take away listeners and i i amazed how much our listenership dropped from us not saying certain words it, it just blows my mind and i said the word like 15 times last night alex and i was like we need to bring that word back eventually we just need to start dropping the a word again no and it was a direct <laughs> No, no. That was the wrong time. We we got some big players working with us. I know, the, uh, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just a word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pro, 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 I'm pro life. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you but go. That we kind of we'll work. I thought else. you were yeah, going to yeah. say I'm pro lapse, which I kind of <laughs> was like. Wow, I, we actually said different. that too the other night. That's so funny. Yeah. That That's you, why that I'm sitting a bit awkward. I need to ask you, obviously we're running short on time. Uh, Jesse Nelson, the, the documentary yes, Jesse Nelson. Um, okay, so for the American listeners, if you don't know who the band Little Mix are, the girl band, uh, Jesse Nelson is one of the singers from Little Mix. And she got fucking, from the, right from the get-go, um, they won, was it, it was uh, X Factor, didn't they? Did they win? They I did. don't think they won. Yeah, they won. They were basically the female One Direction. They were on, they were on X Factor, Simon Cowell put them together. And she got fucking hounded right from the beginning, bullies, internet trolls, and it really affected her. And I've never seen this document. I'm really sorry, Rich. I've never seen it, but I know the effect it had on people. It's like, fuck you, bitch. Um, no, but it, it was spoken about by so many. I work with young people. I'm a support worker, and we deal with stuff all the time. And the people are talking about it in my in my line of work, like how powerful yeah. this is. Yeah, it was. A, it was. I mean, it was. God, it was a gift, and it was probably the the thing that I'm most proud of. Um, my friend had been the little mixed uh, videographer for years and years and years. And Jesse out the blue came to him and said, look, I've got a story to tell. I wanted to, to tell it. And he came to me and said, look, Rich, will you come with me? Um, Cause I've never produced a documentary before. So we both went around to Jesse's house and she told us the story of how the, the trolling online trolling had affected her so bad. She tried to take her, her own life and she'd, she hadn't really told this story before, so we kind of got it raw, and uh, and it was so emotional, and it was a big story. 
and um, and an important story to tell. And 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 what I hadn't realised is how how prevalent online trolling is and how fucking vicious it is and how bad it is and how it affects people. So we knew I knew we had this we had this amazing story and Jessie is just one of the most incredible people and and she was wonderful to work with and and the story did resonate. I was so proud of it that it you know it it it, it broke records on the BBC became one of the most watched documentaries ever on the BBC. Um won a national television award. Prince Harry gave us an award for um for 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 the good work that we've done in in trolling and um and yeah like you say jesse jesse got the shit out of it so until the very very last minute the actual show was going to be called something very different um jesse wanted to, it to be called the fat one from little mix because she said that is all that's all people know me for that's how people know me they call me the fat one from little mix and she said i kind of want to own it she said i'd rather just own that it's like you know it, it's it's what people call me she had a change of heart at the very last minute, and I'm kind of glad she did because I, 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 I don't think it would have been the right title. But um, yeah, we changed it to Jesse Nelson Odd One Out. But um, yeah, that's how bad it was, and, and that's yeah, that's how that's how she was known, the fat one from the. This is how this, this is how cruel people are. By the way, this is what they were calling the. Oh, they were trolling and calling horrible names. This is Jesse Nelson. She's yeah. amazing looking. Yeah, amazing uh, looking. Uh, like that, mm. so much. Uh, uh, that aspect was uh, a little strange. Um, not to be judgy, I just yeah, I, I natural beauty is more of my thing and less the work. Yeah, Jesse is Jesse is beautiful, but it, it fucked her up so yeah. much. And part part of the documentary is actually about how much makeup she wears. We talked about it a lot. She wears an insane amount of, of makeup, and She's and gorgeous. it's very much and it's very much mm. about her hiding behind it's like putting a shield up you know putting this mask up on in front of her because she's so used to people being shit about her looks and judging her on it so she kind of has lost her sense of her own who she is and what and what she really looks like so god exploring that was a real eye opener and i just thought thank fuck i wasn't a kid when social media was around cuz it's brutal it's fucking brutal but um yeah it literally has changed like the way that we communicate for the better and for the worse. Right. Because I mean, now yeah. we have the expediency of how quickly we can, you know, digest information, but it seems like point in time, if somebody doesn't like something or if somebody finds something awkward or weird about it, they will let you know instantly and not just that one person. Cause before, you know, let's say you did something stupid in your hometown and just one person found out about it. now you do something stupid in your hometown and everybody in your fucking state knows about it before you go to bed. And then, and everybody's going to remind you how stupid it was and you can I mean, never get it down. It's, it's a hard thing to fucking get past. It lives on forever and ever. I mean, when I just remember being a kid and getting drunk and throwing up and being like a, a mess yeah. as a 15, 14 year old, no one had camera phones back then. Thank fuck. No one had the social media. <laughs> Imagine that being still haunting me to this day. Those, those photos, mm. but that, yeah, that's what the kids have to deal with now. Now, whether that makes them more responsible because they're thinking about that, and not looking like those dicks. I don't know. Maybe, but um, I don't know, man. I mean, me going to see my family in Bantry in Ireland, and getting so drunk, I end up throwing throwing up down a ceremonial cannon. I don't think anybody <laughs> wants to see that shit. <laughs> I, I, I do they, want to see that. Please, <laughs> <laughs> want, I want more evidence. <laughs> uh, there were oh these cannons outside um, uh, a hotel 
in Bantry Bay, and uh, they were just dotted along the street. I was so drunk, I was like, "That is kind of my brother was like, allegedly, allegedly he did this. There's no proof to this, so don't <laughs> take it. And if anyone's listening that might want to prosecute Alex, allegedly he did. Oh this yeah. Yeah, are no, they yeah. are they workable cannons? Do you think they might not anymore? Fire the ceremony can! Oh my god! <laughs> Guns. <Gunged. Is> that's <laughs> tea. <laughs> well, now oh, you know. Man. I'm you know I've got a reputation to keep now. There's a monopoly board there behind me with me on it, and there's a mayor's award. Yeah, well, my my yeah, show, yeah. the Shrewsbury Biscuit. I, I do a show called the Shrewsbury Biscuit. Um, it's a local show about my town, and yeah. it's quite respectable and it's got a good reputation. And so I can't do stuff like anymore. And social media is a bastard because like somebody's been a dick or a menace on Facebook. I have to restrain myself. As well, a few years ago, I'd be like, "Fuck you!" But <laughs> I can't be seen to be doing that shit anymore because it just creates more drama, doesn't it? You know, it's not worth it, is it? It's really not yeah. worth it. Um, and yeah. it's, it's hard sometimes not to wade in and you see it and, you, and, and, you know, after a few drinks, it's kind of, you think you're being really funny. Oh, I'm, re- re- you know, I'm, I'm sending this thing, but actually it, it can be misinterpreted. It can be read as rude. We have to censor ourselves a bit, I guess. Yeah. Some guy was uh, giving me shit about, um, Nickelback on, um, Facebook the other day and he was saying that they all sound the same all the songs sound the same I was like have you got fucking tinnitus like go to a doctor like, seriously go to a doctor like um, are you right, Tom yeah um, earlier Rich made me laugh so hard that I spit on my computer and it's a touch screen so now it's freaking the fuck out on me it's like screen 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 screen, screen. I'm just like trying to like wipe it off and it's not helping so don't mind me over here you should have said the fat <laughs> one from whatever the fuck that was because honestly I, I like if you watch the video back you're gonna see me spit out you, you essentially made me do a spit take Rich congratulations I've never done I, that on this I made you ejaculate spit you did so all of my screen it. too you know, usually, once again, back to the BBC, <laughs> it takes that to make me just mess up my screen. But you, Rich, are as good as any BBC, my friend. Wow. Thank you. Well, you know what? My job is done. Oh. <laughs> there's, there's an award in the mail for you, my friend, and it's a little sample of me. Um, Rich, can can we get you on again in about a month's uh, time? I'd love yes. to. I'd love to. This was like this uh, we was need, the most we need fun I've for so long. Let's do it. Let's book you in for... And as I told you last time, I'm a massive fan of your show. You guys make me laugh so much. Since I've been listening to you, it's just it's it's just a joy to listen to, and it's just so easy. And you do sound like you're having a laugh. And having done this with you guys today, I can I can understand why it's just you 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 made this enjoyable for me. The episode where you talk to your your hero, the voiceover guy. Which one? Billy West. Oh, oh. Billy West. Oh, Billy West. Billy West. Oh, and that, that was, I didn't know Billy West, but because you two were so, you were so happy about being with him, I just was like, I could feel the love in, in, on that episode. It was great. No, oh. I, I would love to come back anytime, please. Oh, yeah, that's your fucking gentleman, sir. Thank uh, you. Yes. This was uh, so entertaining. Once again, it's it's so prevalent to everything that we talk about, everything we exactly, do on the yeah. show is you, Rich, which is is phenomenal. And I'm so appreciative that you come here because it's been a while. Because once again, it becomes a job, right? Like our job is to entertain people, it's to get information, it's to talk to somebody new and to hear life experiences. That is our job. So ever so often we run into somebody like you, where it's our job to entertain, but entertaining also entertains us 
else at the same exact time. So it's just been a real fucking treat, man. Thank you so much. That's uh, lovely to hear. Thank you, guys. It's been really good fun. And I'm just going to go and watch some BBC now. So, uh... yeah. <laughs> I'm pulling up. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, if there's uh, any high tech uh, executives watching right now, want to offer you a job or want to get in touch with you, or if there's anybody who wants to follow you on social media, where uh, they can be Rich find Cook you. Oh, one on, on Instagram. Rich Cook Oh, one. You can get you can get me on there. My 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 channels are open. I'm open for all. Yeah, <laughs> all comers. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> and is there anything that we're going to see produced by you coming up very soon? Yeah, I'm working at the moment for MTV doing a. Are we allowed to say what it is? There's a there's a special event happening for MTV coming up that I'm working on. Uh, maybe if you get me on in a, a month's time, I'll be able to tell you because it, it, awesome. the event's happening around. Maybe then. we can get you and Brian Graydon back. We can get Brian Graydon back on Geek Came on that show. We probably could, yeah. unless Brian really didn't like us that much. He's like, "Why did I do that? Oh my god, I can't believe I talked to those fucking idiots as long as I did." Hold on, hold on, uh, hold on. Brian Graydon who created South Park. If we're his dirty yeah. little secret, that's fucked yes, up. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. We are. We are the bastard sons that he wants nothing to do with. He's like, I did some of those. I worked with Ozzy Osbourne for years, and those two fucks are the worst thing that ever happened to me. We we're like, thanks, Brian. We love you too. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Oh god. Right, what we All tend right. to do, if you listen to the show before, you know what we do. We're going to go into the later lounge now and have a just have a catch up. I'm about to fall asleep if I'm on. And Tom, Tom's dead. He's done. Oh, no, yeah. like, so so quick sweet. later lounge. Um, what we then, do is guys, we say goodbye I'll, to our guest. I will Thank leave you, you very to it. Much. Really lovely. Have a good one, guys. Get some sleep after. Rich Cook, everybody. Wow, what a guest. What a guest. Thank you. Peace out. Right, shall we uh, take a step into the later lounge? So tired from walking all the way over to later lounge, man. I mean, we should probably get a cab next time. I mean, there's a cable car. There's a cable. It's just covered in jizz. It's just sticky. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it totally is. It's, it's, it's not it's, soda. That's jizz. Ew. Yeah. The, the monorail's broken a while ago. Uh, monorail. 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 Yeah. Monorail. <laughs> oh my god! I hear those things are awfully loud. It's, it's well, I don't even know anymore. I'm so fucking tired. God. I don't know how this is coming out, by the way, because my signal thing on the corner is like one bar, two bar, one bar, two. I bar, can hear, I can bar, hear you just bar. fine. Like it's, it's okay. you're coming through clear as fuck. Cool. Uh, yeah. So you're very tired. You've not. By the way, first of all, uh, Rich, probably one of the best interviews we've done in a fucking long time. That was so good. So well, much. I mean, fun. we made made a new friend as well. That's that's what I love yes. about this shit that we do, man. Um, I, I think it's because like, dude, especially you, like me, me, it's more like life stuff. You, it's life stuff mixed with this stuff. And you're so balls deep in it, like 16 different things that you're doing on top of your life stuff. And we're just always so busy that like, literally this becomes a job and not to make it sound shitty because I love what we fucking do. I love it to death. It's my favorite part of the week. But like we rarely come into a, a time 
where we're not trying to perform. And with Rich, it wasn't trying to perform at all. It was literally just what it was. And it was just a conversation, which is what we love doing. So, you know, it, it was so much fucking fun. You're absolutely right. And the entire time before the show, Alex, Alex was like, dude, you're really going to like this. You're going to love Rich. And I was like, I believe you. Like, I, I not once did I not believe you. But you're absolutely right, dude. That, that was so much fucking fun. It was such an enjoyment. I'm, I'm now awake and I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to get him back on because he's a good fucking dude to talk to. Absolutely. And he's got so much experience. We didn't even talk about Madonna. We did a documentary with <laughs> no. Madonna. Like We didn't talk about anything. <laughs> well, we I think that we kind of covered what we needed to cover. Again, I, I know I've kind of beaten this in the ground now, but like it's it, it, you have an experience in the UK. I have an experience in the US and we always talk about it to each other, but never like, you know, never really understanding. We, we understand each other, but you know what I mean? Like we, we don't really get it all. Rich does because he has both. He's lived in both worlds. So he kind of yeah. gets it, uh, which was just so much fun. I want to get more people like Rich. I want to get more people that live, you know, vice versa. I want to find somebody that went from America to live in the UK next and talk to them about it and see if we can kind of get their perspective of it. We'll get Madonna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with her shitty fucking UK accent. That'd be great. Anthony Kiedis, he, he moved over to London. Uh, who else can we get? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, oh, you could move. Get, o- you could get. move over to America, Alex. Then we can interview you. Same. I mean, yeah, that's 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 yeah, yeah. on the cards. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that next in a few months. We'll come over. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, awesome. so I'll let sit. me tell you about my day. The reason why I'm Please. so fucking tired is hmm. because we went to this amazing place. I don't know if you probably. I think I was dead alive earlier, and Ryan Berger was like, "Yeah, we have got places like that in America, but." Maybe you can tell me. It's a place called. We were calling it Bewilderwood, but it's not. It's Bewilderwood. Bewilderwood. It's like a play on words there, yeah. Bewilderwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this amazing place, and they created these high walkways in in the trees um, where you can climb up, see the views, and there's all these w- rickety walkways and big slides for the kids. So you can climb up there. The kids come shooting down. I saw you go down that slide and it was just, it made me laugh so hard because like you could tell that you really wanted to go fast as possible. It just kind of stopped like halfway right before the fucking thing. I was like, poor Alex, that slide just fucking said, fuck you. Fuck you old man. Okay. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too scared to say this. I'm and the weight limit on the, on the, on the zip line. What I found out afterwards was 16 stones. So I was like, half a stone over but i did it anyway this is only half a video i don't know where the other one is uh cat's got it um uh but i'll play this video this is me going down the zip line as a fat ass (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you're fucking ridiculous the people that are listening for people that are listening right, right now not watching uh my ass was nearly dragging along the floor it was so embarrassing the only way that could be better is if it would have dragged and like pulled down your pants and all the parents like covering their kids eyes don't look at his wee wee honey fucking oh my god that's amazing i love you dude the fact oh, it that you're burns. Such a kid at- it burns <laughs> dude, like the fact that you want to like you, you will put yourself in in ways of almost ridicule to have fun with your kids you know you've always have man like all the time dude you're that dad which i really respect dude 
And I love the fact that you you'll do whatever you can, man. So there, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just it's just so funny because you know obviously that was Timmy that was riding in front of you, right? Yeah, I've got another video of Timmy coming down, but I don't know if you want to see. Because it. if you look at Timmy, he's just like you just go right now as fast God. as then you just see you kind of <laughs> <laughs> hello <laughs> oh no i think the best amazing. music is they got me rolling and hating <laughs> they got me Love riding dirty um yeah so that's what i've been saying we walked miles uh, hay fever's kicked the shit out of me today, so my eyes are fucked. Hmm. That's uh, weird because that's like over here as well. My wife literally came home saying, like, oh, my allergies are just fucking killing me. So it's like Mother Nature is attacking both of us. She's against us. Yeah, fuck Mother Bitch. Nature. Fuck, fuck her. Mother Nature in the <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna We're gonna have a nuclear power plant blow up in her fucking face and be like, how do you like that, bitch? Fucking take our <laughs> dirty energy. I don't know. Oh man. Um, um so so I found out that um I wasted a bunch of money today. Um my father-in-law who has all sorts of certifications, he's an electrician, he's a plumber, he does all sorts of things. And he came over and he's helped me fix a couple things. And one of the things he was helping me do is um I switched all my lights to LED and <clears throat> I bought dimmer switches because you know the LEDs are fucking bright. So I wanted to get dimmers so we could set the tone of the lights and um we put the dimmer switch in and he was like oh you did a great job tom blah, blah. i'm like oh thanks dad blah. and um we put the dimmer switch in he gets it all set up i know it's set up properly because he did it and he goes to dim it and it doesn't work and then he does it he tries adjusting it and stuff he's like do you buy leds that are adjustable and i was like i don't know so i went and looked and none of them are adjustable so i spent about like 200 bucks on fucking lights that we are not gonna be able to use and there's no returning them so i'm gonna have to find something else to do with them i mean they still work they light up shit but just way too fucking bright so if you want to see everything <laughs> you're just gonna be rolling the down world, the street in your car with these leds all around the fucking pretty much yeah, yeah, yeah i'm using yeah. this shit because i bought them <laughs> <laughs> well i, I kind of feel like i need to now like that's the thing is i don't <laughs> like wasting money and like i'm the one that did all this like sean was like do you want to do this together i was like fuck you i'll do it i'm a man man do this type of stuff and i'm sure my wife would have figured out that they weren't dimmable and i'm the one that's like a dimwit so she fucking you know she's luckily she hasn't made fun of me yet i'm sure this is gonna come up later on where i'll be like oh yeah shona you think you're so smart she's like yeah at least i would know to look at their dimmable you fuck i'm like shit but yeah yeah, you learn right these are the things you learn when you're a new homeowner yeah i I didn't know to look for that shit i knew to look for led lights that's what i knew to look for i was like oh led lights they're all dimble right Mm. they're not yeah there's nothing worse than wasting money i bought a mic stand um that i can't use and it's really pissing me off why Everything What's wrong with it? But, okay, so it's it's bendable, so it's it's a bit mm. like um you know like a normal mic stand, and I mm. thought I could bend it to the side and twist the mic around, and then I have yeah. a, a, a mic that hangs down. See, my desk I can't put an arm on it because it's got a really thick sort of edge to it, <laughs> a bit like uh, my dick. Oh. Right, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought this fucker. Uh, it hasn't got the base on it, so I bought this fucker. And I thought, oh yeah, this would be great. You know, it just looks like a normal mm. mic stand. But the mic doesn't twist round. Oh, it just sits there. So shitty. I this. It's only 20, like, uh, 18 quid or whatever, but still. It's a but piece still. of shit I can't use. 
Yeah. Well, you can yeah. use it as a dick stand. So, like, next time you're in bed yeah. with Kaz or whatever, be like, hold on, Kaz, let me just use this for the. I spent the money on it. I might as well use it. it. It really shows my dick in a really good light right now. You can see the hole underneath and everything, Kaz. Yeah. Money well spent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me drape my sweaty, bewildered, bewildered, wooded balls on your fucking head. <laughs> oh, my God. You won't go down the zip line, baby. <laughs> Amazing. So you are going to be watching a film this week, right? Did yeah, I'm going to watch any... a couple films. I watched um, I watched a kids film, um, which I recommended to you. Um, and obviously, you've been really busy, so I would understand if you have not seen it yet. I watched um, The Mitchells versus The Robots, Apocalypse or Robots or something. It's on Netflix. Very entertaining. Danny McBride plays the lead, uh, the dad. And it, it's a Sony film. Sony is really good. They did the Hotel Transylvania films. And sometimes, like, I don't really, you know, jive with their shit. But, like, I, I, I explained this to you that, like, my daughter put it on after talking it up. And I was like, hmm. And I didn't want to watch it. But then, like, five minutes into the film, I was laughing so hard. I was like, everybody shut the fuck up. Dad is watching a movie right now. <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. So, like, if you guys get a second and you want to watch a fa- uh, movie with the family, Mitchell's vs. the Robot Apocalypse on Netflix is definitely the thing to do. But there's a couple other films that I saw trailers for. And I really want to watch it. One of them being is the Tomorrow World, uh, Tomorrow War, which is a a Chris Pratt film on Amazon Prime about um, like the, uh, it's about this you know Chris Pratt and he's a dad of course, and what happens is there there uh, there's a soccer game going on a football game and um, in the middle of it this fucking portal opens up and all these soldiers start running out with these futuristic looking weapons and shit and they're all like you know fucking hey in eleven months time the world is fucking over with all the people are gone and we need to take you people from the past to bring to the future to help fight this war. Cause there's nobody else to fight it. So unless you want to wait 11 months and have you all die, now's the time to take care of it. And it looks fucking excellent. And I, that's the thing I'm going to watch with the wife tonight. The other thing is um, army of the dead. Uh, the new uh, uh, Batista. What's his fucking name? I'm, I'm tired. Uh, Dave, Dave Batista. Batista. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the new Dave Batista flick. Oh, that's on Netflix. Once again, Netflix, give us money. Um, that's on. And it's about zombies. I, I remember like the thing that really piqued my interest is they showed like a saber tooth tiger or something that's like half zombified. And if anyone knows from our last episode, I like ridiculous films. Me and Alex both do. Even though this might not be Alex's cup of tea because we had a conversation prior to this. And Alex is like, mm, I fell asleep. Yeah, I. Yeah. <sighs> It, it it was good. It was okay. It was fine. But it wasn't like, <laughs> wow, those are three adjectives for like you saying I don't like it at all. It, it like okay. So Guardians of the Galaxy was a movie that I was like I can't turn away from. I can't stop mm. looking at this one. The first time I watched it, that's the kind of movie. Baby Driver, another one. I can't stop watching this film. It's fucking amazing. something that grabs me is a fucking an A plus, right? Uh, and this film was kind of like, yeah, I've kind of seen most of this before. Like, it's hard to explain that the zombies are different to your most your, your your usual sort of zombie movies, but the acting is just so awful. It really is, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to be so negative, but I mean try it. Um, I like Dave Bautista though. I'm liking him more every day. He's he's sort of stepping down from from playing um, Drax from. Yeah, Guardians of the I Galaxy. saw that. Like now that like that's actually something really interesting. We should, probably should talk about. Um, what what is that all about? Like Drax made him. Like like that yeah, is I think, the the. 
He's doing. He's doing what uh, Hugh Jackman did with Wolverine. He's like, I can't keep up this body for the, much longer. Soon things oh, are going to start drooping. He's like, he's like, I can't. I want to. I want to get old and sort of not have to worry about my body. And James Gunn on on Twitter was like, dude, if you're done with Drax, I'm not recasting him. He, you are Drax. Like, if you're done, then you're done, and I respect you for that. And oh, I thought cool. that's so sweet. That's awesome. <laughs> You know, um, so we're going to get Drax one more time in Guardians of the Galaxy three, and then that's it. I think. Oh, he's all- so he's doing it again. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! All yeah. right, that's all you need. You can, you can end one more character. One more time. One more time. One more time. And he's also said he wants to stop playing uh, sort of masculine heroes. He wants he wants um, heroes to have a more sort of uh, less masculine sort of thing. You know, and I thought that's really cool huh. too, because yeah. most guys oh. are kind of like. I mean, The Rock's done similar things, hasn't he? He's not. He's not always been like the. He has done that, but he, you know, he's done stuff where he's not. Jumanji was the perfect example, like you know, or be cool, which is like if you want to see the gay uh, cowboy, the, rock, <laughs> the gay cowboy dude. That is the greatest role of all time. If you like, when he is trying on clothes and he's like, yes. I'm like, dude, he must have sucked a couple dicks to get in this role because he plays a perfect Fuck. gay dude. It's so brilliant. It is fucking to Tom Bruno's amazing. sister that's listening right now. I'm so sorry about Fuck, your brother. Sorry. I'm so- I forget sometimes. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Fuck, oh, yeah. Sorry. Obviously, I had to do that. Uh, fucking. I, I say shit. I talk shit sometimes. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. It's not like I. Okay. Anything I ever say, I do not mean to offend anyone i just say it because that's how i talk and i and and it's never meant to be hurtful if you come up to me i'm gonna be as nice as humanly possible to you because i love people in general but i just say shit because i'm an asshole that's all i am i'm not like an asshole that doesn't care about people's feelings i'm just an asshole that says stupid shit i i don't know it's how i've always been I'm trying to find a picture now because um, there was a picture of Natalie Portman that I put up on uh, Facebook not long ago um, on the set of Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, I saw and, that. Oh, my God. That girl. I mean, like, first of all, how many fucking franchises do you need? Uh, and also, like, she's just timeless, that girl. Honestly, she's amazing. I love her in every single fucking way you could ever love. Uh, I think you mean she's timeless. Timeless. Time oh, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. He pulled it thank, back, guys. He pulled it back. He pulled it back. Oh, I did. Back. I didn't have a real bad game. I am really excited for the next phase of the MCU. I don't know about you. I yes. really am. Just can't wait. That Eternals trailer dropped, and I was like, ooh. Didn't watch it yet. Going- I, I've seen all the memes for it, though, but I have yet to watch the trailer for it. Um, I will eventually. It's just like it's been like busy. Like it dropped right in the middle of my work week and I can't be bothered to do anything new or try anything new or watch anything new. Like it has to wait. Like the only way I'm going to watch these films this weekend is because it's a long fucking weekend. It's Memorial Day weekend. So I'm going to have like an extra day. So I, I made sure to tell Shona that I'm like, yo, we're going to watch a movie. Because I actually have time to watch a movie for once, which is fucking excellent. But I had been sending out tons of emails. Like that's the one thing. Like, like as much as I am busy, and I it's not to say that you're not busy, Alex. You're fucking crazier busy than me, which makes me even more like, well, how the fuck does he do all this? Um, but like, I, I still send out at least like two or three emails every single day, so I could try to get more guests to come on the show. Blah 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 blah. So that's what I try to do. Um, but like that's that being said, I'm just you know I'm, I I I don't know if the night shift is changing me, but I feel like it kind of is. Like I'm I I don't know. 
Like I used to be just so much more on top of my shit than I am now. At least that's how I feel. It's not easy, man. It's not easy. I, it does get to me sometimes. I mean, I've, I've booked tomorrow night off work because I'm getting drunk with Jimmy from Dawson. He's coming around my Really? Yeah, fucking. All me. right. So hey. me and James, me and James were like friends for years before we did Thorskin. So we're still we're still tight. He's coming around. They're gonna stay over because we're allowed to now. It's legal, and they're gonna bring probably board games and beer and stuff, and we're gonna have a good night. Oh dude, yeah, aren't we board play- games fucking fun, dude? Like, bo- like that is something that never gets old. I've been trying to talk my family into playing Clue with me for fucking last two weeks. I'm like, let's play Clue, and they're like, you're old and stupid. I'm like, that's not a way to talk to your father. <laughs> um, I remember the first night he brought board games around. Uh, this is way before Thorskin, uh, and it was I, I was like, "Come around and have a few beers," because that's what we used to do like every other weekend anyway. And he brought board games around, and I was like, "You want to play board games? What the fuck is this?" He's like, "Dude, wait!" And he brought Ang More Pork around, which is a Discworld game. And every single so what you do is you pick a card, which is your role, which is your character. And your role is to fuck someone else up in the group. And you've got to work out who's who and then how you can fuck them Ooh. up. So everyone is trying to cause shit amongst each other and you can't give away your role. So you've got to be really devious and sneaky. So if oh. you want to play a game that will cause arguments, Ankh Morpork is just the best. Yeah. Well, I know what you're sending me for Christmas this year because I want to try that. Mm. Monopoly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't wait to play this game. Monopoly. Shrewsbury. Monopoly. It's just a picture of you with your dick out. And you're just like, here, it's for you, bitch. Enjoy Monopoly. Can we can we talk about, by the way, the uh, acquisition of uh, MGM by uh, Amazon? Uh, because I think. What? Uh, yeah, Amazon have bought MGM. They own James Bond now. Oh, I think somebody mentioned that on the Wednesday Night Live before my camera started shut me out. <laughs> that was so that was so heartbreaking to see. But <laughs> yeah, they've bought they've bought fucking MGM, which I think all this shit's going on is scary to me. It really is. I mean, I get, I get, I know that like Disney by Marvel um, and Star Wars is probably the best thing that happened to movies in a long time. But I don't feel like there are good reasons for amazon to buy mgm is that fair to say i'm i mean not kind of not really but i feel like much like disney kind of pumped new lifeblood into the franchises i think amazon could do the same thing because they got all the money um but did you see that fucking jeff bezos is stepping down yeah fuck that guy yeah. well uh, i know well i'm not he, saying he you know, let's all support sun. jeff bezos he's got plenty of fucking money let's not feel bad for jeff bezos don't cry for me argentina and shit but like if they do what disney did with um Dis- with uh marvel and star wars and let them be their own separate entities while still owning them that can work out very well so if they bought mgm and they still like let either some creative control go so they can make it be what it should be then that's gonna be totally fine but i i would like to see the first film that comes out of this ownership before i make any snap judgments well i mean i'm kind of glad about it in a way because mgm has been struggling for a long long time yeah didn't they like close the doors like five different times or something Mm, like they they are like yeah, yeah, like the the, the MGM, like when you think of MGM, what's aside from James Bond? Because obviously that's the go to. What's the one movie outside of James Bond that you think of that you're like, oh shit, MGM? Uh, it's always James Bond. Always, always James, James Bond? Bond. Always James yeah. Bond with me, Metro Golden Um What else did they do? 
Wizard yeah. of Oz, Poltergeist. Um, yeah, so they're one of the classic. I know that they're they're a very classic state, uh, studio. I know mm. they've been there since like the thirties. You know, right from the very beginning. As soon as someone struck up a camera, like we're a matching old man, move it the fucking way. <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, just, I don't think Amazon do things right. I mean, like the fact that you can subscribe to Amazon and then you still have to pay for shit, it drives me fucking insane. It drives me insane. But not like, everything, though. That's the thing. Is like, like once again, Tomorrow War is free. Right now, if you have an Amazon uh, Amazon Prime They do good shit as well. They do do good shit as well. They've made some really good stuff. Like, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Isn't, Pete, the Boys is there. The Boys, dude. The, the fucking Boys. The Boys is there. Oh, the God. boys is good. There's that in that uh, cartoon uh, superhero thing, Infinity something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Talking about. I am. I haven't got around to watching it yet, so I'm sure I love that too. But Sneaky Pete, man, Sneaky Pete is one of those. I was kind of like, oh, what's this? And it's really fucking good. Mm. Really, really good. You, everybody needs to watch Sneaky Pete. Um, but there's also before we get out of here, there's a, a new film with uh, fuck's sake. I just had it. Where's it gone? Uh, the lady that plays. Um, uh-huh. Madonna, uh, not Madonna. Uh, fuck's sake, it's here somewhere. The woman that plays Sigourney Weaver, Eliza <laughs> Dushku, Elijah Wood, Elijah Wood. No, Elijah Dushku. She. What do you mean? She. She played in fucking like a bunch of stuff. She was. Uh, she was in Jane and Bob Strike Back. She was in Buffy. She was in. Um, what the fuck else was she? She's in a whole bunch of shit. Now you make me think about it. I can't say what she was in. Um, Eliza Dushku was also in. Um, uh, Bring It On. She was in Bring It On. She played the bad cheerleader. You know, the one that's like from the other side of the tracks and whatnot. She's all like, I'll fucking do stuff. I don't know. Um, what else, Eliza Dushku in? Stuff. She was in stuff, Alex. Girl, you are my queen. Oh, by the way, the uh, Savage Garden song I was thinking of was Truly Madly Deeply. That was the song that I was thinking, Truly Madly Deeply Do. Ooh, oh, ooh. yeah. I want to stand with, with you, you on a mountain. mountain. Yeah. I want to sing with you in the you sea. You in the sea. <laughs> I want to live, live like, like this forever. This until you can take a piss on, on me, me. <laughs> yeah. we do that what the fuck where does that come from we're savage garden man you guys didn't know this but we used to be a we're we're savage garden is what we are i cannot find this clip um the nah. woman that plays um uh fucking what's Gamora's bad sister called fucking oh um nebula bitch nebula yeah yeah, yeah. oh nebula. what the fuck's her name i can never remember her what her fucking name? What is this? Ra- this is crazy. Rachel Adams? Just... No. What the fuck's no, her name? This is um, crazy. It's just it's gone off my fucking timeline. Uh <laughs> find it now. It's fucking I'll just look um, up Nebula. She's she's making um basically uh a John Wick ripoff type movie with Oh is she? um Cersei Lannister, yeah. Um, I'm trying oh. to fucking find this is stupid. It was just it. It was just here. Anyway, yeah, she's making a movie. Fuck that. We'll talk about that next week. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's Billy had it. What the fuck did it go? Where did it just go? I think it keeps going off the thing. I think it'll play and then be like, fuck you. See you later. Goodbye. It wants to bring me to everything that's Nebula Actress. There we go. It's Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan. Yeah, she's making a movie. Um, with uh 
where she's basically John Wick. It's another John Wick rip off. Rip, rip off but like, so she's John Chick. John Chick. <laughs> so do we say no to these movies because they're so fucking amazing, Mister no- uh, Nobody? By the way, Nobody is amazing. I think that's another Amazon one. That was really good. Hmm. Nobody. Nobody. Hmm. Nobody. Uh, it's a similar thing, you know. I love those films where everything's just a headshot. You know, I, I don't know what it is. Bam, gone. Bam, gone. Like, don't fuck with me. We're trade with gold and the underground and we kill people. I don't know. Anyway, look, uh, I went for a pint as well uh, last night with uh, Mr. Oh. Pete White from Web Orchard. Oh, my God, Web Orchard. They do our fucking website. They do. They do our website. Uh, we went to talk terms and conditions and what we're going to be doing with the 24-hour podcast because out of loyalty, because I love Pete and what he does, I want them to do our website whilst Reach do our... Um, because they're two similar companies. Um, mm. There's obviously a conflict of interest, a huge conflict of interest. So it's kind of like, is this going to cause problems? He's like, it might, but we need to talk about the, the details and stuff, you know. So we, that's what we did last night. And he's, he's very happy to do it. He wants to keep on our website and just do like a... We can literally embed a player onto our website so that when we do the 24-hour thing, um, if you can't get to YouTube or whatever, or whatever, it'll be on the website anyway. So mm. it'll be handy. It'll be handy. Um, but, yeah, we do have a website, don't we? I'm dying. Oh, my but, um, God. Thank gosh. you for mentioning that we have a website. Hey, guys, we have a website. It's yousucknetwork.com, and you can find all of our amazing shows. We have well, we right now we have three amazing shows. We'll soon be have four, maybe even five shows. If you keep your eyes peeled and your ears open, um, we have this show. What's the difference with Alan Tom? And we bring great guests like fucking Rich on or like a Billy West or Brian Graydon. We like to have conversations with people and learn all about their cute little picadillos and what makes them tick and what is awesome about them. Um, that's what we do. There's You Suck Chronicles with Tom Stevens and Jamie Westwood, and they do a similar thing. But a little bit different, and they like to speak to some of the most interesting people across the globe as well. Um, it's basically we're a bunch of interviewers and journalists. That's all we are nowadays, and we like to bring you the most interesting content. There's also Wednesday Night Live, which ha- comes to you every Wednesday night, and it's essentially just a bunch of you suckers sitting down and catching up and having a chat like we're down at the pub and saying ridiculous shit, and we play a couple games too. So if you're into that type of thing, definitely check it out. Um, and if you're Alex Whiteley, you can keep track of all the comments that go along with these games. You can play along with it, but if you're a Tom Bruno, you can't really keep track of the comments. So if you want to be involved in the show, wait for Alex to be ahead of the show, and then that way you can be part of it. Um, you can find all these amazing shows on usucknetwork.com. There's a couple shows that are soon to be coming up, and definitely keep your eyes peeled for those. And all of these things are brought to you on our website, and they are all powered by the great and powerful weborchard.com. Hey guys, weborchard.com. They are a website building company. That is their job. Um, a lot of you know third-rate companies are like, hey, you can build a website yourself. Guess what? You probably can, but who has time for that shit? Not you, not me. Um, I know Jesus didn't build his own website. He had fucking Pete White do it for him because he's that smart. Um, if you sell things on Etsy, if you have pictures of your dog, if you have an OnlyFans, if you are selling children, no, no, don't do that. Um, if you don't doing do a bunch of, don't do that if you're doing a bunch of things you need a website you need a better online presence because guess what social media does not do enough you might get zucked in the mouth and not be able to do your job so you need a website and there's nobody better in the world at doing it than mr pete white himself um so you should 
definitely reach over there and say, hey, I need a website. You tell them that the You Suck guy sent you, and that'd be a really big help to us as well because guess what? That lets them know that you are listening to us. And so if you need a website, go to weborchard.com and get yourself a, a website. He's in a loop. He's in a loop. He said that about four times in a row. I know. I'm, sure you get I'm tired. Yeah. Tired. Tired, Alex. That's Tired. one of my favorite bits of Rick and Morty. Is that they're in a loop. They're in a loop. And they're going. <laughs> Shut up, Alex. Why don't you go get some <laughs> fucking aluminum and shove it up your butthole? Um, we also do uh, every Wednesday. We come to you live on Facebook. Uh, for I said now. that. Yeah, no, we do. Yeah, but this yeah. is where you can check it out. Is our Facebook, which is aluminum. You suck network. <laughs> YouTube is the You Suck Podcast Network. So make sure you do that. Now, um. This week, uh, where are we? Um, Penis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm dying. I'm absolutely dying. On the 29th of Ah! September at 9 a.m., I'm going to be starting a live uh, podcast. Uh, I'll be starting off with the Shoesby Biscuit. Uh, We're going to do 12 hours of the Shoesby Biscuit, and then we're going to carry on until uh, 9 a.m. on the 30th of September, uh, and we're going to do another uh, do 12 hours of You Suck Live. Uh, we're going to do this non-stop, and this is to raise money for a local Shrewsbury cancer charity, uh, Lingen Davis. Um, the reason we're doing this is to encourage people to do something similar. If you've got a podcast, if you've got a game stream, if you've got a blog, if you've got a vlog, if you've got an OnlyFans, I don't give a fuck what you do, go out there and help your community. We're going to try and raise as much money as we possibly can. And as you saw from the picture there, if you're watching this on YouTube, this uh, this coincides with International Podcast Day, which is September the 30th. And that's run by a group of guys in L.A., they're well aware of what we're doing, and they're coming on the show. They're, we're going to be speaking oh, to them. Shit. It's very good. Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They like what we're doing, and mm. we've got people signed up. That all our job. We've got our sponsors. Reach, like I just said, they're going to sponsor the event. They're going to brand us. They're going to give us everything we need. Sounds good. Website. I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be branded. Is well, something cool, for you, baby? Don't think you're safe right, just because cool. you're across right, the fucking right. um, uh, We <laughs> have a website. If you think they're safe, they're coming for you. Oh, Rick and Morty. <laughs> I'll be watching some of that to fall asleep to tonight. Um, yeah, so we've got a venue. We've got a website with Web Orchard. We've got our main sponsors with Reach. We need to sponsor every single hour of that. So if you want to get involved, it doesn't matter if you're an American business or if you're a UK business. If you want an hour of that show to be sponsored by your company, uh, get in touch with us, please, because uh, we're selling them for a minimum of £50 donation. And what that'll get you was, this hour is sponsored to you by USUK. You know, that kind of thing. And we'll pull up your bio, your your logos um, and we'll put them on the screen. And we That's will pimp you a lot better than Tom pimped weborchard.com tonight. Trust me, it'll be way better because I'll have a couple hours of sleep under my belt. Um, uh, yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it'd be good. You'll be sponsoring a great event as well. Make sure as well you check out Usuk Chronicles. They have just done uh, released an episode with Chris Rab from Jackass and uh, CKY. Uh, make sure you listen to that because it's a very special episode. Chris Rab, Rab himself, he shared it. He shared that he'd been on Usuk on Instagram, and the comments went fucking insane. Hundreds and hundreds of comments like, "Who are Usuk? Oh, Who's these people? What's this?" Oh my God! Thank you so much, Chris Rob. If you're listening to this, uh, that was that meant the world to us. It really did. Right. Mm-hmm. This has been what's the difference podcast. I've been Alex Whiteley, and I am Tom Bruno. And we're both tired. Let's go to bed. Peace out, guys. Take it easy. Good night. Oh, uh, we need to, we need an outro, don't we? Forgot about that. Fuck it. Now, oh, goodbye.
When it comes to culture either side of the Atlantic, no one does it better. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you You Sucks What's the Difference podcast with Alex Whiteley and Tom Bruno.